The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, Playboy? I signed up a new sponsor for the uh, Kansas City Paranormal Conference today. Say what? Uh, Old Shawnee Pizza will have their pizza at the, sh- at the conference this year. So, so we're going to have pizza, and we're going to have beer. Yes. I don't know if I can get any more excited than I am right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is awesome. Well, we have uh, Tim on Skype with us from the Kansas City Bastards, and he may be at the conference as well. Well, yeah, now that there's pizza and beer. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, man. That's a party right there. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. And for people out there listening, they would have heard Tim already on a couple episodes. He made the Big Rip promo for us. That's right. Actually, at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. So why don't you you tell us about the Kansas City Bastards and how you guys got started and how it turned into a podcast and show and stuff? Well, uh, the Kansas City Bastards in general is a multi-pronged sort of thing. it's a many-headed beast, as you might say. <laughs> so, you know, we do we do music stuff. I mean, we're a band, um, and that's how it originally started, you know, back in 2010 was basically Jeff Elliott and myself, uh, who had been in the band LIE, you know, many years ago. And, and um, you know, we were just like, well, we should probably play some more music again because that just sort of fizzled out in, like, 06. And so we started uh, playing around with stuff and thought to ourselves hey you know youtube's a thing now let's make some videos and um you know videos are uh kind of a pain in the ass to make uh, on a regular basis so we <laughs> ended up doing a, a podcast uh as well um just to have something that we could get out you know incredibly consistently and then that's just sort of been basically the main thing has been the podcasts uh with you know with that side of it uh, of course we still do you know band stuff but we uh we haven't played out in a little while just because we've had some personnel changes and and whatnot but uh yeah that's in a nutshell that's that's what it is we've got uh you know jd inky and on the on the podcast uh with us uh you know he does a lot of shows around and he 
um, uh, basically, you know, when we play a show, it's generally one of his shows anyway, because <laughs> he does he does uh, promotions and and um, that kind of thing. You know, sets up a bunch of uh, concerts for places around, and so that makes it very convenient. So. Nice. Um, Josh is a musician as well. I am indeed. Absolutely. Like Excellent. Gigs and stuff. So, yup. That old, you guys that should, old uh, chest. Jam it out sometime. That would be totally. awesome. What what manner of musician are you? What's your instrument of choice? Uh, guitar would be. Excellent. Yeah, would be pretty much any or pretty much all I could play well. <laughs> unless you're talking <laughs> Fair like, enough. unless you're talking like trumpet. Which I still suck at. Just saying. So wouldn't it be more appropriate to say that you blow? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good assessment though. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to um well Tim doesn't know about this. I have a book from nineteen oh four that has toasts in it. Yes. Um and I've been reading one at the beginning of the, every news episode. And I'm going to read this one real quick and then cheers with my big rip mug and beer. So, uh, fill a glass with golden wine and the while your lips are wet, set their perfume upon mine and forget every kiss we take or give, leave us less of life to live. Ooh. Cheers. Cheers, man. Pajamas. That's great. Very nice. Yeah. Now I, now I wish I had a beer here. See, because I'm <laughs> I'm doing this remotely. That's right. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, we're all remotely right now. That's Josh right. lives in Iowa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good old Iowa. Let me tell you. Good old Iowa. <laughs> is that what they say? Is that like the uh, that's the, what the I, state motto? Nah, it's just good what old I, Iowa. That's what I say. I think to maybe try to trick myself. To being from such a shitty state, <laughs> trying to cope with the fact that it just uh, you sucks, talk about man. Iowa being a shitty state, man. Oh. I'm in, you know I'm in Brown Backistan over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every I mean, state has this thing. We have oh, the douchiest governor. <laughs> douchiest you know? governor. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, Missouri has meth and. Oh God! What does Iowa have? Meth, man. Are you kidding me? Meth and corn. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's about it. I think that's about all we got going on over I here. Actually, uh, I actually have a story out of Iowa. Sweet. To start out with. All Does right. it have to do with that sweet, sweet crank? <laughs> well, maybe the people <laughs> seeing this stuff um, may have something to do with that. The headline uh, is, Men in Black Sightings, a Nerve, Iowa County. The whole damn county? Apparently. All right. I'll just uh, read the story real quick. Let's do it. Um, residents of Iowa's Muscatine County. Do you know where that's at? Not a clue. Are on edge due to a spat of men in black sightings along the roadways of the region. Huh. Well, that's what they get for living in Mescaline County. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the mysterious person or people appear dressed in black trench clothes and lurk along the side of the road, sometimes even stepping into the street to surprise of drivers that spot them. You okay. An increasing, <laughs> an increasing number of witnesses have come forward to report their encounters on social media, leading many to wonder just who are visiting 
Muscatine County. Interesting. I think uh, it's- this is a quote. My son has experienced this, and it's no joke. Well, I'm it sure. was really a frightening <laughs> experience to him. <laughs> I'm sorry, just the first part of that quote, like that's the sound bite. Yeah, yeah my son saw it, and it's no joke. Yeah. My kid saw I mean- it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No um, joke. They, they've no had joke. enough that the police are taking interest into it or looking into it. Um, another quote is, we have had several reports of men dressed in black entering the roadway in rural Muscatine County. Oh, that comes from the police department. I see. The thing is, like the the way the headline reads is you would think men in black, alien conspiracy cover-up, government cover-up, government agency whatever but it's literally just like i don't i don't know like shadowy people like popping out in the middle of the night (laughs) on the side of the road all right listen to this part it says we're guessing that the ultimate answer to this mystery will have less to do with the paranormal lore and more likely being just muscatine county's only goth teenager having just returned from his first year in college give me a fucking break are article. you kidding me they put that in there <laughs> that's pretty fuck, funny fuck that <laughs> and fuck those people for writing that give me a break we need to find out where this county is. Yeah, it's not and then far go s- from you. Fuck. It's probably. I'm sure it's far. Because if I don't know where it's at, like I'm sure it's. <laughs> it's more than a stone's throw away. I'm sure. <laughs> Actually, our keynote speaker at the conference this year, he did. He had a a huge story break a couple years ago. It's probably his first big thing that he put out there, and it was this video of these guys coming into. Uh, an office building they looked basically like aliens dressed in black clothing huh and that's kind of where he got his fame from it's crazy that's antonio paris right now now aliens that's that's not the right word immigrants immigrants <laughs> call them immigrants we got to be all pc right ah <laughs> uh. But, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the way that the headline read on that story, it just made me think that everybody in that county had finally just seen Men in Black 3, <laughs> and it was disturbing to them because <laughs> of how bad it was. That is, I, that is one movie that I have yet to go see is, is Men in Black 3. Just, oh, speaking of movies, we'll cut that story off because it was kind of a crappy story. But speaking of movies, <laughs> Tim, you saw... The original Ghostbusters in theaters not too long ago, oh, right? That's right. I certainly did. And then they had a uh, behind-the-scenes sneak preview of the uh, upcoming Ghostbusters movie after the original. And how was that compared to the trailers that are out there now? You know, the behind-the-scenes thing was a bit better. Um, but, you know, every time they put out something that gives me a little bit of hope, then they do something like put out that, you know, blazing dumpster fire of a remix of a song you know like they like they just did and uh that makes me wonder again i don't know i mean everybody involved with the with the movie are funny people yes so it stands to reason that it could be a very good movie it's just maybe they i don't know maybe the the guy who edited the trailers so far went for the shit parts you know what i mean it could be difficult to say i hope so because i really want to fucking love this movie I really want to love this movie. My kid is jacked, ready to go see this flick, and I am right along with her. Uh, and I'm, I love the fact that I'm raising like a nerdy child at the same time. Um, 
So, like, we're so excited, and I really hope it doesn't suck out loud. Like, it just... Yeah, uh, I, I hope the same. But, I mean, you know, I, I will at least acknowledge that they're probably going for a different target audience than me, you know? Yeah. Um, that's so, a good point. So, I mean, they're, they're looking to, you know, from the get-go, make it a little bit more... Um, you know, in the in the kid friendly realm, kind of like the remake of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sure. I've heard. I sure. never saw it because it looked bad. But yeah, you know, um, the the overarching theme behind all of uh, the reviews from people that I had seen on, on for TMNT was, hey, you know, it's, uh, I didn't like it, but my kid was all into it. Sure, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. All right, fair enough. It was. It wasn't the most. It wasn't the worst movie I've seen. Um, but the, the, I I know New York a bit, and they're supposed to be in New York City, right? And but the yes. mansion that they go to in the film that the bad guy is in, or whatever, is only like an hour away from wherever they are supposed to be in New York City, and they have to like go down this huge mountain and fall off this cliff before they get back to the city. It was like, what the hell? Where the hell does that come in? We shall see. Yeah. I don't think that that mountain exists is my point. I mean, I saw a movie once that was a disaster movie that it was um, a major earthquake or something like that was hitting the whole planet. And there was a dam up by Omaha that broke and flooded Kansas City. And I don't think that that dam exists. I just... It probably does I don't not. like when they add shit in <laughs> like that. Like an area... We know that that dam is not going to flood Kansas City. This well, mountain is not sitting... To be fair, they are city. fictional movies. I know. Just <laughs> in real places. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But, I what? mean, they, they always do that kind of shit. I mean, look at the beginning of uh, The Fifth Element. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. uh, it's supposed to be in Egypt, uh, but... You know, the exterior shots are shot somewhere else in Africa, just over by Morocco. And then uh, all the interior shots were Pinewood Studios in England. <laughs> so, and, and that's the same friggin' sequence. So, sure. I mean, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. For the Anyways. new Ghostbusters film or whatever, like, I, I'm, I'm almost hoping that they can, they kind of morph this. And this may be me, like, reaching very hard. I'm I'm hoping that there's some form of like I don't know like a multiverse type thing going on, or like parallel type dimensions at the same time. You know what I mean? So you have the old, and it kind of comes in with the new, and they're kind of running alongside each other, or what have you. It, it could work. I have no idea. Well, like maybe their storage facility in the original, instead I, of actually packing ghosts in, was just throwing yes, him into a different dimension, exactly, or something of the yeah. sort. And then, some... hey, this is the other dimension. Hey, there's a machine that's making all these ghosts appear. Yeah, <laughs> and it like, turns out it's the other Ghostbusters. It's so yeah, crazy. That'd be great. It's just pissing me off because a lot of people like I'm such a nerd when it comes to this shit, and so I've done some research on the film. Um, obviously, I don't want to spoil it for myself, but. At the same time, it's like you watch the trailers and all this, and you see, like, the toy line that's coming out, and there's this ghost called Rowan, which is, in essence, basically the uh, the no-ghost symbol ghost. They've basically made him an actual ghost, like, made him a bad guy, put a bow tie on him, and that's it. It's, it's kind of cool, but people are flipping their shit, and they're like... Oh, what is this remake of the fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? It's like, that's not even close to the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. You know what I'm saying? 
Like maybe I'm just yeah, way but, geeking out on this. You know, I I would I would put this out there though. I mean, to have because we know the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man's in the movie, so yes, you know, to have two two you know gigantic white puffy ghosts. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> you know, in a row in it the same movie. Maybe that's why people are getting a little bit pissed off. But nobody's actually seen the movie. That's right. the thing. God. So I mean, I'm I'm gonna hold out, and I'm I'm gonna go see it in the theater. Oh, yeah. You know, half the reason I'm gonna go see it in the theater is because there are some people that don't like it just because it's Lady Ghostbusters, and those sure, guys can go sure. to hell. Right? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, yeah, okay, I'll give them my money once, and then if it sucks, it sucks. But you know, that doesn't mean I have to buy the Blu-ray or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, you I'm, know, I'm interested in seeing the movie anyway, so it's right. It is what it is. See, honestly, like. When it comes down to brass tacks, I'm a, I'm a Ghostbusters fan. I always have been. And the bottom line is we've been waiting for this moment since, what, 1989? And here it comes. Here comes the third basic installment of, of this series. And, you know, obviously, yes, it's a reboot. It is what it is. But it's still like, you know, you go... Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. And they suck... Most of the time, you know, but I still enjoy going to the games. I still enjoy listening to the games, watching them on television. You root for the home team, and that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, don't poo-poo this already. Just because the protagonists are predominantly female, fuck off. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, enjoy it. Soak up this moment for just a minute. Yeah, I'm going to wait until it comes out, only because I don't like sitting in the dark with a ton of other people that I don't know. What if you were sitting in the dark with me, buddy? There'd have to be an empty chair in between <laughs> us, just, just because it's you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I always go to the, the theaters nowadays that have, like, the recliners. And oh, yeah. I, I don't go to regular movie theaters no, anymore. You got to do the reclining seats, man. That's the way to do it. Get your yeah, milk reserve duds. seating and oh. reclining seats. That's the way to do Fuck. it. Have you seen those ones that that basically have beds? And I just think, what the hell is <laughs> on those beds? Oh, that could well, be I, I, I'm now I'm just throwing this out there, but <laughs> given that most movies at least have some other people, you know, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot in the way of uh, bodily fluids going on there. You know what well, I mean? Well, not new releases, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Uh-huh. Uh, that's great. That is great. I gotta, you know, speaking of like stupid ass stories, I've got one here for you. This is another one that just kind of caught my eye because it's like, how the fuck do you know this information? But here it is: treaty with large gray aliens requires full disclosure by 2016. So apparently that was that so maybe that was in the fine print somewhere. <laughs> it says. In an article titled Secret Space War 8, Alien Quantum Computing and the End of Secrecy. On the Veterans Wait, 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 wait. That's... Super Space War 8? Super Space War 8. The number Wasn't that for the Atari 2600? In an article... No, this was just the title of the article, but it probably was. (laughs) It sounds like... It sounds like... What happened to the other uh, seven super space wars? Yeah. <laughs> and why is it a super it says, space war? Why isn't it just a space war? But it says Dr. James Preston in this article refers to a treaty that may have been created between the large gray alien race and the secret shadow government, which is the SSG. The, the article describes several 
alleged <laughs> treaties between several <laughs> different alien races. This secret shadow government. Right. Meanwhile, you, oh my like, God. who runs the secret shadow government? This is what I'm and saying. do they say, I'll get you next time, gadget? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a guy that just has a hairless cat that he pets all day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I run the secret shadow government. <laughs> the SSG. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it says this alleged treaty states that the SSG must provide complete disclosure soon. Or the large alien greys will allegedly make massive public displays of themselves and their anti-gravity crafts uh, and disclose everything themselves directly to the American people, including the temporary use of major mass media. Fuck. (laughs) You know what problem I have with this story? I have actually several problems, but the main (laughs) one is... Yeah. What's if up? we have some sort of treaty with an alien race that wants people to, on the planet to know exactly. about them, so how the fuck are we going to stop them? <laughs> exactly. What, like, well, what they do just we do hold? It? Like some super crazy weird weapon that we can destroy them with? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're like the aliens from War of the Worlds, and it's right. it's something you know, something ridiculous like the flu that'll kill them off. Yeah, or the or the you know, water. So, so from we just signs. send them a flu nuke. Yeah, <laughs> take that, bastards! Oh no! Yeah, yeah. It's like Jeez. don't sneeze on me. Oh god. <laughs> okay, so I mean, he, here's the thing, though. Okay, so it's a treaty with a shadow government, a or a secret shadow government. That's right. Right. So. <laughs> First of all, it's not so fucking secret if there's a story about it. This is my point. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's a very good point. They've but done a shitty uh, job. Secondly, uh, and most importantly, what actual elected government, you know, what actual national government would actually recognize this treaty in the first place? Yeah. You know, who's going to be the first country to lose their shit if, if aliens actually start showing up and start shooting at them? Oh, probably us. Yeah, we would. But, be. you know, this secret shadow government, you know, what the hell are they going to do about it in the meantime? Say, oh, no, we have a treaty. And they'll be like, well, who the hell are you? <laughs> we're the secret shadow you know, government. We're the stone cutters. <laughs> we make Steve Gutenberg a star. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just I don't understand what authority a secret shadow government would have. <laughs> You know, given that they are a secret shadow government, which is in and of itself redundant to say. Right. I'm just like a. Uh, I'm just like picturing nerdy, zit-faced teenagers being like, "Fuck you! We're a secret shadow government. You better leave us alone, sons of bitches!" <laughs> like, damn. Oh my god. I love it. Yeah, I don't know that. What else? And it's have? also like. Um, an assumption on this writer's part, a huge assumption. I know that the writers oh. do that all the time, but it's like the people that write, well, or the pastors that say, oh, the, the world's going to end tomorrow because the Bible told me so. And then when it doesn't happen, they said, oh, we get it wrong. And the same followers are still following them. Yeah, they just yeah. keep it going. Yeah, and giving them money. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a big part of it. At least Heaven's Gate, they at least got it right in their own sense they didn't keep it going no they spent well, all they the money the on site going they that's did, true yeah, they did keep it going they, but they spent the <laughs> majority of their money on uh, 
Nikes and, and Kool Aid, right? Is that well, right? Kool Aid's cheap. Yeah, but well, yeah, that's the Nikes, point of using Kool Aid is that it's cheap. But those Nikes and jumpsuits, man, those were fuck. That had to cost. A the house penny, itself it? was like a seven million dollar mansion <laughs> yeah. that they killed themselves in. Yeah, dude, that's jacked. Totally jacked. So, have you heard a weird humming noise inside your head? The fuck? Are you talking to me? Uh, uh either of you. A weird humming noise? No. Yeah. No, you don't. No. Describe no, the humming. Oh well, let's see if the story describes it. The headline is: "There's a weird humming noise around the world, and people are scared." <laughs> this comes from the Metro out of the UK. Thousands of people around the world have been reporting a mysterious low hum, like a lorry's engine idling, and no one knows what it is. Doctor Glenn McPherson said that there are more than 10,000 people that have now reported weird hums on his The Hum website, building on reports going back as far as the 60s. Theories include that The Hum is generated by radio waves or that it's caused internally by the toxicity of drugs. Shit. Um, Yeah, he just built this website for people to report... If they hear weird humming noises that other people around them don't hear, or only a few people hear, they hear it all the time, and they have 10,000 in this area in the UK, apparently. It's amazing. Well, yeah, they actually, I mean, uh, I just looked it up here, and yeah, the Bristol hum or the Taos hum, you know, one of the two. Anyway, um, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of people, particularly in the UK, that say they hear this sort of thing, and um, there's a number of logical reasons put forth as far as why people are hearing this hum in large numbers and um you know it there i mean it could be as simple as mechanical devices i mean you're talking about especially in a localized area um if if there's say underground machinery you know helping to run things like utilities you know yeah. then certain people are going to be able to hear that better than others and some might not pay attention to it at all um, you know, if it's a really low tone, people are going to start losing their range of hearing in the lowest and the highest frequencies. Um, but it could also be as simple as tinnitus because people are around a lot of, you know, machinery that generates those frequencies louder than they think, especially low tones. Yeah. You know, I think it's all those damn Nazis in the hollow earth. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's gotta They're be. building up their war machine to come back, take back over with the Greys. Call Harrison Ford. Uh, fuck What's Harrison Ford, thing? man. I'm going to call BJ Blazkowicz. <laughs> yeah, this is, um, it's like any other sound that people hear around the world and report different sounds. There's always right. possible, you know, explanations for it. Um, who knows? He's just made it documented that it's a sound that a lot of people are hearing that they claim to be the same sound. Didn't well, our yeah, pal, I mean, uh, the, Here's the problem with perception, man. Like, okay, people are claiming they're hearing the same sound. They may be hearing radically different frequencies exactly. just in the same basic spectrum. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And you have absolutely no way to measure that for these people unless you subject them all to a very rigorous double-blind hearing test. You know, it would have to be done the same way with all the same people. And that would be assuming they can hear the tones during the hearing test to begin with. Bingo. You know? That's a damn so good idea. There's though. absolutely no way to scientifically test this. 
anyway. Because, I mean, even in a double-blind test, it's still perception. You have yeah. no way of perceiving what they're perceiving. That's a good yeah. point. Shit. <laughs> it's going to be one of those things where if they did try to measure it, you know, they'd be like, uh, is this the sound? Oh, yeah, 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 that's totally the sound. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> we weren't playing anything, ma'am. <laughs> you know? I hear weird shit inside my head all the time, so. Yeah, I have tinnitus. So every so often I hear all kinds of frequencies. Shit. That would probably drive me nucking futz. Now, didn't, uh, I don't know. I just saw Barry Fitzgerald uh, post something the other day, and it's like a, he made a documentary film, and I believe it's on YouTube now, and I also believe it's on this very subject. On this weird humming, so well, I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm he, gonna check this he, out. He lives over there, so right. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I mean, there's like a, there's another hum in um, look looks like Windsor, Ontario. Um, that's a 35 hertz hum that is because of the steelworks. Um, oh sure, you know, in the industrial zones of Detroit, you know, um, which right up near there. So I mean, there's all kinds of crazy shit that goes on, and it may not be the same tone. Um, but I could imagine there being... I'm, I bet there's probably a couple different documentaries about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I watched this guy on YouTube um, that, that does recording studio stuff, and, and he has a studio up in Canada, um, up near where that that 35 hertz tone is. And, um, yeah, he's actually recorded it. It's, it's come across in his recordings a couple times. Oh, wow. um, you know, before he soundproofed and whatnot. And it's just... You know, it's something he was able to measure. It hasn't impacted his ability to record, just mainly because, you know, normally metal drums and guitar are a little bit louder than that. But, um, you know, he had been able to capture that hum. And, yeah, I mean, they all around there, they just know it's because of the steelworks. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) You know? That's very interesting stuff. Yeah. Huh. What else? All kinds of crazy shit. But, hey, you know, it could also be, um, let's say, let's say it's a secret shadow government plot. Uh, SSG <laughs> to to unleash the powers of hell onto the world uh, <laughs> via mecha Nazis. No, sounds sounds great to me. Oh, this is fucking great because I have a story that's going to tie right into that later. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, it's like yeah. just a nice little segue, but I'm not going to hit it yet. Oh my god! Yeah. Did you bring any stories, Tim? No, no, no. I, I, uh, I just got, I just got home when I, when I messaged you, and I'm like, hey, I can hop on Skype. Hell yeah. Were you traveling in a UFO? Uh, I could have been. I could have been. Um, <laughs> I, I have no recollection of that. Crazy. We'll have to do a regression sometime. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, it's scary. So, uh, headline: missing. Teesside man claimed UFO took him to Durham. Oh. This comes from the Gazette Live out of the UK. Uh, one alleged Teesside abductee, what should have been an ordeal, simply turned into a trip to Durham. Data disclosed by Cleveland police. Whoa. has revealed details of the 999 calls made by people who think they have spotted a flying saucer. I don't know why. Maybe I... seem like it jumped stories there. Yeah, it kind of did. Interesting. 
Well, no, I just like copied and pasted the story onto my tablet. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. And in one incident last December, police found a missing Middleborough man safe and well. However, he couldn't offer an explanation about his disappearance as he had apparently been on a UFO to Durham. <laughs> okay. Sorry, this, this story's not written very well. I love these stories. Oh, I, I see them. why. Now, I read it, but there was also a video that goes along with it, and you have to watch the video. Uh, so it's not going to gotcha. help out. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, it has to do with... It's, a, it's that... You know, missing time or you're in one place and you wake up in the next place. You don't know how you got there kind of story. Sure. This guy really he was missing and his explanation was as he was in a UFO and ended up in a different city. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, he could have just blacked out at a bar too. And That's a yeah. very good point. Hopped on a you know, taxi <laughs> and whatnot. Other than um, <laughs> drunkenness, have you guys ever had lost time? Um, no, I can't say that I have. I mean, you know, of course, uh, who who among us hasn't, you know, um, found our limits with alcohol and whatnot, yeah. you know, in our younger days and, and all that. But uh, last Tuesday. Now, aside from that, I can't say that that I've lost time, you know, uh, certainly not in any large measurable amount. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Like the honestly the the only phenomenon that I could say is like I obviously I drive fucking everywhere and on long car rides or whatever, you know, it's like, "Oh Jesus, what happened to that last 30 miles?" You know, you just kind of zone out and you're just like, "Oh wow, uh the trip seems a lot less short." That's that's as far as it's ever go. I mean, they call it road hypnosis. It's a very common common thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's about as yeah. You think far about any gone. given time you're driving down the highway, the person next to you is probably not even thinking about them actually driving. Right. It's a very good point. Mm-hmm. And I only have scary. one time that I can't remember what happened where it wasn't alcohol involved. I was twelve. I was at my grandparents' house in the basement. I may have had like a one-off seizure. I'm not sure. I was in the basement sitting on the couch watching TV and uh, my family was upstairs and I got up to walk and turn off the light and the explanation I've always told myself is that yeah you know you know how sometimes you can stand up real fast and get lightheaded yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I I think this may have knocked me out but I woke up and it seemed like it had been 10 minutes with rug burns all over me even like under my clothes and stuff and i know that that could be from a seizure i never had one again wow it man. was really weird i still think about it all the time like what happened yeah that is bizarre yeah that's some absolutely shit. bizarre that is bananas <laughs> so i i could have been probed it's very possible and the the rug burns came from struggling to get away from my binds <laughs> Well, how'd your cornhole feel? I don't recall. I think I was a bit worried about what was going on. But yeah, maybe maybe they used some... Uh, I don't know why anytime you think... Pro- uh, anytime probing is mentioned in relation to aliens, <laughs> the, the mind immediately goes to the butt. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like they're, they're 
they're so interested in how our colon functions. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know Josh why. Josh is a little worried about it because I, want to talk I think about I mentioned it. to you, Tim, that we're going to make a documentary where we try to get him abducted. We're going to actively try yeah. to put me in some really fucked up situations and get me abducted by some aliens. I think it's a great idea. Well, what? just you know, make sure they're of the UFO variety and not of the... Uh... Well, that's the thing. If we, I fully know that it, we probably won't get him abducted by aliens. And if it happens, I'll probably be right alongside him because I'll be there too. <laughs> but if it doesn't happen, I know some people that were willing to put him through the paces of what it would really be like. You know, I just thought of something. It would be really interesting if, if like a character in a show... Uh, you know, maybe is changing their tire on the on the side of the road or something like that on a known drug route, Ooh. and and then some you know some Mexican drug cartel guys come and, and abduct them, and then nobody believes a damn word they say later because the way they put it is that they were abducted by aliens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just a, think that'd be kind of interesting. That's badass. I could totally hop on board with that. So um. <laughs> I pulled this story. It says $10,000 reward if you can decipher this uh, UFO memo from Roswell, New Mexico. Have you seen this? This is not necessarily a new story, but I've, I think I've heard it before somewhere. But uh, to claim the reward, a uh, number of criteria need to be met, including full re- reproductibility of the result. Um, so basically what they want is to figure out exactly what this little slip of paper says. And all they have of this slip of paper is a photograph of said piece of paper. And people have tried and mm. tried and tried for decades now to figure out what it says. And they can find, you know, a, a few key words here, uh, but nothing, nothing necessarily legitimate. So it says... There must be overwhelming agreement that the result is definitive with uh, most of the text clear enough that there is little or no disagreement on what it says across the board spectrum of people of all opinions, whether true believer or complete skeptic. And so basically what they're doing is they're saying, uh, you know, gather up all the, uh, the software you possibly can that might be able to decipher what this text is saying here. I mean, it's... I mean, yeah, it's, but it, it says that everybody has to agree on it for... Who's paying the money for that, one thing? The other thing is, if everybody has to agree on it, nope. if it's some kind of secret thing, the government is never going to agree that that's what it says. Correct. And it just to clarify here, um, this article does not say who is fronting this money. It says, using modern technology to zoom in and enhance the image in one of the pictures in particular, researchers believe some of the words can be made out. Uh, this David Rudiak in particular has focused on deciphering the text and feels that he has determined what 80% of the letters are. He says it's clear that there is a reference to a disc and believes he can also make out a portion of a sentence that reads, quote, and the victims of the wreck, end quote. Rudiak says 
This proves that the disc-shaped craft was recovered, which, if that's what it says, would be definitive. Because this yeah, all is all of this. This is a is military one piece of paper. Well, it is a military document that is being held in the hand of um, that very famous photo um, of the men holding the uh, what appears to be wreckage of some sort. And they're sitting there, like one guy is crouched down on his knee, and they're smiling and having a grand old time, apparently. But one of the men is holding a document. Mm-hmm. In that document, that's what they're trying to decipher. Which, I mean, it's you know feet away. So if this this guy in the picture, the guy in the picture is a military guy, and he has the clearance to hold that piece of paper, yeah. why is it Where's in he code? It's not in code. No, this is written in English. It's just a military, oh. official military document. Most likely a uh, for his eyes only type of document, or at least, you know. But they uh, can't read it. Because it's so goddamn right. far away. It's being held in the oh, hand of yeah, a man yeah. who's standing, you know, feet away. And they're, they're basically, they've been trying for decades to push the enhance button on that photograph. Right. Like then. Without yeah. pixelation. Fucking well, we know up. that yeah. the UFO field has a big problem with the enhance button because there was that story <laughs> from a year and a half ago yes. out of that Mexico uh, conference where they had like a million people, not a million people, but they, they made a ton of money because they had tens of thousands of people come to this conference to show off what they were calling the Roswell files or slides. They were just right. slides from somebody's family. They were taped inside of the box this weird way, a military member. But they didn't. They didn't release the slides until this show. As soon as that show happened, people got a hold of them and were able to enhance exactly. on the plaque that was below this body that said exactly <laughs> what it was. It was a mummified boy. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Interesting I mean, stuff. Interesting stuff. But un- until they get a, you know, much higher resolution version of the photo, they're going to have a tough time. Yes. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So. So yeah, I mean, um, stuff though. Maybe they should call the guys from Cicada Thirty Three Hundred One. You guys, you guys heard about Cicada Thirty Three Hundred One, right? No, I don't think so. It doesn't ring well. Oh no, it's it's a thing that's been happening on the internet like every year. It's like some yearly contest, and um, you know, it's all based on cryptography and and whatnot. Nobody's ever talked to the people who have run it aside from the people who have won the thing or whatever, and none of them have actually, you know, divulged any information. I, there must be an NDA or something like that involved. But, oh, okay. I have heard um, of that, that yeah, thing yeah. before, but I didn't know the name of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, um, you know, basically like a, some people think it's like a big alternate reality game. Other people think it's some shadowy organization. I don't, who knows? Who the hell knows? Um, well, I guess there, there's bound to be a couple people who know, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. It's just it's interesting. But like only if you're on a Wikipedia bender kind of thing. Sure. Well, yeah, I've heard of um, this may be the same. Um, it is the same kind of thing, but it may be the same thing. I've heard of um, like the CIA and those other, you know, multi-letter agencies. They'll put stuff out there. 
just to see if somebody can crack it. I mean, they won't even say that they're putting it out there. They'll just put right. something on like 4chan or, or wherever and see if somebody can crack it. And then that's kind of an interview. Right. Shit. Right. Yeah, exactly. And if you're looking for a, you know, cryptography expert, then putting out a cryptography puzzle is exactly the way to get somebody who can do it. Yeah. Then that also so. weeds out everybody who can't. Damn, man. Crazy stuff, guys. Now, you got uh, any more stories? I have, one, I have one more story. Oh, this is the the humdinger, this, this right? Is, this is the one with the mecha Nazis, right? Yeah, because what did you say? <laughs> the mecha Nazis and Satan and all this stuff, right? Oh, right, right, yeah. They're so, gonna, you know, uh, I've been playing too much Doom, so that's why I was thinking about <laughs> harnessing the powers of hell. You know, well, well it says here that <laughs> Satan's skull has been found in New Mexico. I'm just, oh, I'm. Yeah. In New Mexico. In New Mexico. Is well, hang what it on, says. hang on, hang on. Satan's skull found in New Mexico, <laughs> but... I didn't realize But Donald Satan... Trump was in Scotland. Oh, well, that makes no fucking sense then. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm throwing the article yeah. away. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, It says, located in New Mexico's Sangre de Cristo Mountains, northeast of Santa Fe, uh, is an incredible discovery. A devilish skull was found. Some are calling it Satan's skull. Yes, that's right, the skull of Lucifer himself. Uh, what we know about history may not be quite accurate. The organization of this news dates back all the way back to ni- or excuse me, August 17th of 1993 when the Weekly World News first reported <laughs> on this. Now, the 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 picture of the weekly world news it actually Was looks like well yeah it actually looks like satan <laughs> on their cover now this this looks like a skull uh kind of that stereotypical elongated skull that we've seen in the past like what people think it's an alien skull correct um but it does say archaeologists archaeologist christ have been scavenging around uh, different er- areas, including the Mexican village of Onavas. And here at this village are staggering amounts of remains which have been found so far 13 different ancient human species, or excuse me, god damn it, specimens have been found. All of them having elongated skulls dating back to well over 1,000 years. Kind of interesting. So. We'll see, I, uh, other than I, I don't know what other than what it looks like makes it the devil. It, I do it know it doesn't that even look that devilish are, to me. In all honesty, it just doesn't. Yeah, I don't. There know. were ancient traditions of some. I don't know if there were tribes off the top of my head or anything like that, but there have been that civilizations in the past that have elongated skulls. Exactly, they would wrap their skulls purposely. A lot like wrapping the feet of uh, uh, Japanese women. They. Morph, morph it, I guess, into yes. what they want it to look like. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I mean that—that's a thing that happened. You're absolutely right. I that, mean, there's there's all kinds binding. of explanations for it. Um, I guess I since I haven't seen the image of it, um, I found the Weekly World News one. <laughs> yeah. You know where they where they had straight up horns and whatnot. yeah, that looks like Satan. Uh, yeah, this one definitely yeah. does not. Oh yeah, I see. I, I just found the picture of it. Yeah, it's okay. just. It just, yeah, it just, it's an elongated skull. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. it. That's I mean, the long and short of it. 
the, the basic thing that I'm thinking is basically this, you know, that, that head binding that they do, uh, that they're intentionally doing. You know, they're wrapping this head very, very tight, and as, like, a child will grow, the, the skull is uh, distorted, you know, from the force of the binding. And causing well, it to a long. I, I don't know if it's that. I'm. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to say that uh, Coneheads is actually a documentary. <laughs> hmm. That's another. We got to get. They should come out with a, a, a follow up. We got to get Ackroyd uh-huh. on the phone. Somebody call Ackroyd. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, get him on the phone. What I like... don't understand <laughs> is how they completely glossed over the fact that if they have Satan's skull, that means Satan has to be dead. Satan's dead. And moreover, or more than that, is Satan was apparently at a time a, a living, breathing human, or at least human. Yeah, a, a mortal a human. A mortal human, exactly, which uh, is complete well, semi-human, emotion. I guess. It's a weird-looking skull, but yeah. Right. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if Satan, as far as like the Bible's concerned, how many different forms has Satan been in? The snake, I know that. Mm-hmm. What the fuck else? Well, he was an angel and then a fallen angel. Right, I but I'm saying a physical, about. living, breathing creature on this earth, as the Bible would suggest. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about theology to. Right, I'm thinking know, like, oh, to, the to speculate based on that, but it, it strikes me as something that's a little bit suspect if you're claiming that you found Satan's skull in New Mexico. Right. <laughs> yeah, my especially home. when the overwhelming majority of websites that are reporting on it yes. are linking back to the Weekly World News. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. Oh my god! Yep, yep. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's always it seems to be either that or they report back to Bible Code six 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 dot com or oh, whatever. F me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. The end is near. It is. The end is near. That's a perfect <laughs> segue because every week I bring a story about the end That's of the world. Right? Is this, oh, excellent. Is it time for that That's, story? That's what I have next. Yay! All right. A real zombie apocalypse. Shit. How the sun or terrorist could cripple America for decades. Now, so right now you're I don't know why they were use the word zombie because it's mostly about solar flares and EMPs. But I, yeah, yeah. I thought one, I would one read, solar flare can send us back to you know the Stone Age, basically. Yeah, I thought I would read the headline as they had it from FoxNews.com. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Shit. <laughs> A, a bastion of journalistic integrity, Fox News. <laughs> it says, we are not ready for either the hand of God or the hand of man when it comes to protecting our sensitive electronic power grid, a bad solar flare or electromagnetic pulse attack by America's enemies could result in the death of most of our citizens within a five years. Now... The that's death a of big most leap. citizens. Yeah, that's a big. That's leap. a that's a big fucking leap right there. I can yeah. see a solar flare f- frying us, but not. I can see it being really damned inconvenient. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely. Unless, I mean, let's get into. This. Maybe they'll talk about us killing each other. That could happen. So. Well, I suppose, but you know, I don't know. I mean, looting would happen. I'm sure. Oh but yeah. You know, the it's not like the entire city of New Orleans all killed each other. 
you know, when when Hurricane Katrina hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, shit went down. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of destruction. There were a lot. There's a lot of looting, lawlessness, and everything else. But, um, and that was not just an EMP. That was a straight up natural disaster. So, I mean, to say that just an EMP is going to cause that kind of mass chaos is a little bit of a stretch. Um, I mean, even even to say that it's going to cause the death of people in hospitals on life support actively is kind of a stretch because they've got backup generators exactly. that would automatically turn on in the event that the grid failed. Yeah. And those since you know, since those are a little bit more well protected, you know, <laughs> and, and most redundant electronic systems are nowadays. Yes. You know, there's there's protection from electromagnetic radiation. Um obviously you can't live in a Faraday cage all day long because you wouldn't be able to use your damn cell phone, but some things are protected you know, internally by that. Yeah. So. It's nuts, man. Yeah, I was just reading ahead um, <laughs> yeah. in the story. And they only they do mention the zombie apocalypse, so they all they say is forget the zombie apocalypse. Uh, Why even mention it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Jesus Christ, especially con- considering that scientists are actually looking for ways yes. to reverse death right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do yeah. say that. NASA, NASA estimates a 12% chance of a really bad solar flare within the next decade. Sure. Which is one of the higher chances when it comes to that sort of natural disaster, massive scale. Bring it on. Well, I mean, they're just saying that there's a chance that the solar flare would happen, not necessarily that it would hit us. No, you no, know? they, they happen all the time. Yeah. Um, they just don't ever... They, we have to be in the right place at yeah. the right time, of course. But Right, yeah, yeah. In 2012, it says a train of coronal mass ejections. I like that line. Uh, created a stream of high energy particles strong enough to melt our electrical grid. The storm only missed Earth by an astronomical whisker. It doesn't say huh. the exact closeness of it, but I, I like that they say astronomical whisker. Yes, like how yes. big was the whisker? It was astronomical. <laughs> astronomical. I mean, Missed Earth by a jumbo shrimp. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) seriously. Uh, That's great. Yeah, we're all going to fucking die. That's what's going to happen. The last time a super energetic solar storm hit the planet with a flare was in 1859. (laughs) So they didn't have a whole lot of damage then. Wow. Well, they did right. say that lines yeah. melted and paper caught fire on a telegrapher's desk. All right. Uh, fair enough. And yeah, I mean, the gravity-fed water systems and local farms meant that... Oh, wait. Never mind. It says, but gravity-fed water systems and local farms meant that life could continue without interruption. Sure. Yeah, so... I just don't see it being as detrimental as they they say it would be. Yeah, it's going to suck a dick. But I oh, mean, yeah, sure. But I don't see. Well, it all depends on like the strength completely. of it because there is a possibility. My story last week—it's hard to find a different kind of story every single week, right? Uh, but my story last week also concerned solar flares, but it concerned like super. What I don't remember the terminology. It was like a. 10 times a regular solar flare that could actually cook us. 
that could happen. That would suck. That would suck. Well, that that would definitely suck. I, I mean, really... not much you can do about that kind of right, shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. It's like, oh, guess the sun had it out for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we yeah I don't know. Build. There's so many ways the world could end. Exactly. Like, you could literally, I mean, you might as well just set up like a, a wheel, Wheel of Fortune style, and just have a different mode of destruction. And you could even put Gozer in there, because it's just as realistic as half the crap <laughs> that you see online. Um, and... <laughs> And it's just spin the wheel. And, yeah, these are all somewhat possible things. Hell, yeah. You know, um, if if we, like, let's say for a moment we, we actually make ourselves uh, relevant to the wrong type of aliens. Well, Independence Day just came out, or at least the sequel did. You know, there you go. <laughs> There's your answer right there. I mean, right. the the... Uh, of course, our first reaction is to shoot whatever. So, you know, even if they came in peace, we'd end up pissing them off. Um, <laughs> you know, the the asteroids hitting. I mean, it could be an asteroid. Um, it could be a solar flare. You know, it could be, um, you know, the fact that uh, maybe maybe the Earth is going to shift its magnetic poles. They're going to reverse, you know, sure. and that's going to fuck things up. Um, maybe something would happen to the moon. You, you wouldn't think that that would really affect Earth that much, except for the tides. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah, and, and unless it's completely vaporized, either it's going to hit the planet or chunks of it will hit the planet. Or, oh, sure. Or, you know, it, it, it could just float away, but it is held by our gravity, so a right. little knock in it could send it right to us. Yeah, or if Elon Musk is right and we all are all living in a simulation, maybe uh, whatever whatever entity that is running said simulation will just get bored of us and turn off the game. I want you know a I mean? new game. Yeah. It's time for a new game. So yeah. I have, I, I've heard that theory from him. Shit, I haven't yeah. read into it. Now, does he think that we're plugged into it or we're just part of the simulation? We're just we're part of the simulation. We're not physically real. Yeah, he, he's just basically saying um, that logically speaking... Um, if you if you think in terms of the leaps that like a video game and computer simulations have had in the last forty years, right? Yeah. You know, just enormous exponential growth in realism. Um, then the logical end is that you're eventually going to get to uh, photorealistic gameplay with uh, you know AI that could be considered sentient, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, just because that's the computing power is going to increase, simulations are going to get more realistic. So um, his argument is that, you know, if that's possible, then it's inevitable that we're in one. There's probably a very, very small chance that we are in universe A as opposed to some simulation within universe A. And it's like a Russian nesting doll of simulations at that point. <laughs> I keep thinking of like Sid Meier's Civilization games. That's what I keep thinking yeah, of, yeah. picturing. Or The Sims. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely The Sims. And, you know, it's, it's I can't fault his logic. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. I mean, I, you know, I guess if we're in a simulation, there's no that doesn't change anything, except that, you know, a lot of the modes in which Earth may be destroyed might be a little bit more exciting than others. There might be a little bit more fanfare if it's a video game <laughs> than some aliens playing somewhere. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's I, you know, I see these stories from the same source almost. Uh, it's, 
it might be different writers, but they're from the same website and stuff. One is we have this secret pact with this alien uh, thing, like the story we had earlier, an alien race. But two, an asteroid's going to come in. If we have this, if we have this pact with this super intelligent alien race that's from some other solar system or galaxy and they're able to get here don't you think they could probably protect us from that asteroid yeah and if they didn't dick move guys yeah come exactly on, you know yeah. <laughs> it's dick like what move. you could have shot it out of the sky and you didn't like, jeez come on man that's just rude you know way to be know. a fuck up fuck up yeah <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. At Ectoplasmshow on Instagram and Twitter. Ectoplasmshow on Facebook. And Ectoplasmshow.com for all your fun, filled paranormal needs. Go to KCBasters.com and check yes. out that show, too. I've, I've been on there the last few times. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, plan on being there on there the next time, too. Yeah. That please Whenever we can tone. actually record another one. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Gotta so thanks it. for coming on, Tim. Yeah, thank yeah, you so much. Great, man. Hell next yeah. Time I'll, time. Next time I'll get you over here and you can enjoy some big rip with me. Yes. Totally. Totally. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what. You guys have a great Tuesday. Keep trucking through the week. Friday is just around the corner and we'll be talking to you very, very soon. Peace out. 